The following is a Down with a Dig production. This is Ohio Laborers Union and you, helping laborers understand the benefits of being part of a great union. I'm your host, Bethany Billy. Now, I don't know about you, but what I know about my health insurance is pretty limited. I know when I get sick, I have to call a doctor and make sure I have my ID card with me. Other than that, Who knows what's being offered to me? Uh, And to solve that problem here today, we have with us Matt Archer. He is the administrator for the Laborers Benefits Office. Hi, Matt. Hi, Bethany. I hear you're going to educate us a little bit about the benefits that uh, the Laborers Health Insurance offers. Well, we don't have nearly enough time to go over everything today, but we'll talk about some of the things that are maybe a little underused, misunderstood, maybe even unknown to our members. Okay, I've heard people use the phrase self-insured. What does that mean exactly? Our fund is self-insured. So there's two different ways really that you see insurance. One is called fully insured and one is called self-insured. A fully insured policy is kind of like an auto policy. You contract with an insurance provider to cover your vehicle. And if you don't get in a wreck, they get to keep all of your premiums for the year. If you do get in a wreck, they have to pay out probably more than what you paid in in premiums, but they take that risk upon themselves and they try to make it so that, you know, they have enough that they don't pay out, uh, that covers what they do pay out and they make a profit in the end. Being self-insured is a little bit different, and that's the way the insurance fund is organized. Self-insured means all the money goes into one big pot, and out of that pot, we pay claims and we pay administration fees. But at the end of the year, if we paid out less in claims than, than what we expected, nobody really profits. There isn't a corporation behind this profiting. All that means is we might need to not raise contributions in the future so that we save laborers money that way. So it's really to the benefit of the laborers to be self-insured because we're not adding to some corporate profit somewhere. It's all still within held within the funds. And hopefully year over year, we can reduce those claims or keep those claims low so that we don't have to ask for uh, contribution increases in the future. Now, you mentioned a big pot. How is that big pot funded? That big pot is generally funded through contractor contributions, and those are set forth in collective bargaining agreements that are negotiated by the district council and various local unions around the state of Ohio. And generally, those contracts are negotiated for the entire package, the wages and the fringes. If At some point in the future, the insurance fund, like I just talked about, needs to ask for more contributions. It would come out of any negotiated pay increases that are scheduled to be provided to the laborers. So anytime a contribution increase is required, it really comes out of the pocket of the laborers. Legally, that's a contractor contribution. It's not included in the pay of the member, but we both well know that that really comes out of the pocket of the laborer. Now, most of our members know about the health insurance and the prescription benefits. Are there other benefits offered by the fund office? Sure. We have several benefits that a lot of members just don't seem to either understand or even be aware that are available to them. First, I would say, is the short-term disability. We have a fairly low number of short-term disability claims throughout the year. So our short-term disability plan is there for non-work-related injuries and illnesses that may be suffered by the member. Any work-related type stuff is handled by the Bureau of Workers' Compensation and isn't available to be covered by the short-term disability plan. 
But as a member, if you're injured, say you hurt yourself working in the yard over the weekend, or you're playing softball in a in a beer league somewhere and you twist your ankle, or you get sick in some you know some long term illness, there's a short term disability plan that's created, which will pay out $280 a week for up to 20 weeks. So that way, if you can't work, you can't bring in the income to put food on your table, pay the rent, that kind of stuff. You do have the availability to have some income coming in to help your family out. And I know to maintain your insurance benefits, you have to work. Is there anything members can do uh, to maintain their benefits while they are injured or sick and on that short-term disability? Sure. We have a plan called disability credit hours, and this applies whether you're injured on the job or one of the short-term disability things that I just talked about. So anytime you can't work and you can be certified by a doctor that you can't work, we offer short-term disability credit hours. And these credit hours can go to help maintain your insurance. And the way that works is basically you can get four hours per workday while you're injured to go towards your insurance and insurance eligibility is complex and uh, we're not going to cover it today, but it's covered at length on our website and you can get up to four hours a day or 20 hours a week to maintain your insurance eligibility while you can't work. And that's limited to 300 hours for a single disability. So it takes generally 250 hours in a three month period to maintain your eligibility. You can get up to 300 hours this way. So this will give you about three months worth of coverage. So now Matt, say I do come down with some sort of illness. How do I apply for those benefits? Both the short-term disability and the disability credit hours are handled with our short-term disability form. And that form is available on our website. A lot of the locals have copies at their at their desk. Um, but the best way is just go to our website and download it. In the top form you would fill out as the member and include all your information and then the bottom form you have to have filled out by a doctor which will certify your disability and how long you're off and that type of thing. We know that being a laborer can be really hard work. It's taxing on your body, um, it's long hours, and it's really hard work. Not to mention it's incredibly dangerous. Is there any type of coverage for members if they're seriously injured on the job? Uh, For example, if they're on the job and there's an accident or a car breaches a barrier when they're in a work zone and say they get hit by that car and maybe lose a limb, is there anything that can help members in that kind of situation? The insurance fund does offer dismemberment benefits. So anytime there's any kind of a paralysis or an amputation or a loss of sight or hearing, there are various benefits that are available. And those are set forth in the SPD. It's a little bit too cumbersome to go through in a podcast, but um, there's a schedule out there. Um, so if you say lose a hand, there's a certain monetary benefit available. If you lose a thumb and an index, or sorry, a thumb and a finger of the same hand, there's a benefit available. Um, if you're paralyzed, there's a there's a higher benefit available. So there are benefits available if something unfortunate like that would happen. Does that have to happen on the job? No, that doesn't have to happen on the job. It, it can happen anytime. Anytime you suffer a major injury like that that can really affect your career, there is the dismemberment uh, benefit available to our members. What if, God forbid, a laborer is killed on the job? Is there any sort of uh, benefit for family members? Well, we do have a death benefit available to our members, and that really applies whether they're killed on the job or just uh, you know, happen to pass away while they're an active member. The death benefits are available. And those are in the amount of $14,000, and that's paid to the beneficiary that's on file with the benefits office. If the 
if the death is the result of an accident as determined by the medical examiner, uh, there's an additional $10,000 that may also be paid to that beneficiary. And also the district council offers a $5,000 death benefit, um, I believe, to members who are killed on the job. And that is a different benefit separate from the insurance fund, correct? That is correct. Hopefully it's one that never has to be paid out, but we know that those circumstances do arise from time to time. And unfortunately, it is there for the families of the victims. Like you said, you don't want to give out that benefit, but at least it's a little something to give the families that are going through the toughest time in their life at least a little peace of mind, maybe ease some of that financial burden um, going forward. Absolutely. It's such a drastic event and and a tragic change to their family lifestyle that any little bit that can help get them through the next several days, weeks, and months, uh, you know, with a little financial contribution is always helpful. Now, what about their coworkers, Matt? You know, if I were to see one of my coworkers killed on the job, is there any sort of help that we offer, you know, mental health uh, services that we can offer to our members in the case that that happens? Or even just mental health in general? You know, we're going through a pandemic right now, and it's hard on our Uh, laborers who are considered essential workers to be out there day in and day out, and they may be worried about a loved one who is sick. Is there anything that we offer our members? Sure. We we offer full mental health coverage uh, through the health insurance plan. Um, Maybe one of the best ways to get started if you don't have someone that can provide those services is through our live health online platform. And through that, if you're in need of some kind of a mental health help, you can arrange an appointment through a mental health professional that can help talk you through those issues. Maybe you're dealing with anxiety or depression or any number of different mental health issues. Like I said, just get on Live Health Online and you can set up an appointment and it's it's confidential. It's discreet. You can do that do it from the privacy of your own home or your car or wherever you want to be. Um, you don't have to go to an office or anything. You can do it through your phone app. Um, and it's, it's very convenient. And like I said, very private. One of the things that I like about live health online is that, you know, when you get sick, cause it's not only for mental health, it can be for little things like a toothache or an earache or a sore throat. And oftentimes when you get sick, it is not an opportune time. And you can't just, you know, make an appointment with your primary care provider for the most part. You know, you have to go by their schedule. And with Live Health Online, you can just sit at home. You don't have to take time off work. You can do it when the time is convenient for you, not necessarily the doctor. You can even do it at midnight and reach a doctor if, you know, you have a sick child or something like that. It just isn't for members. It covers dependents too. Correct. Anyone that's enrolled in the insurance plan is available to use Live Health Online. And you're right, it's a great benefit. It's one of those uh, underused benefits, in our opinion, um, that's there at all times. You can use it 24-7. You can contact a doctor. Like I said, it's private. It's discreet. Um, You can do it from the convenience of your home. All you need is a, a mobile device, a phone or an iPad, or even a computer, as long as you have a webcam and uh, a microphone attached. As long as the doctor can see you and you can see them, uh, you can contact them. You can go over your symptoms. They'll give you a care plan. If that care plan happens to include any kind of prescription, they'll 
send that prescription right to your local pharmacy so you don't have to take a, a prescription there and drop it off. They'll already have it. All you have to do is go pick it up. Um, the one thing I would note, the Live Health Online doctors are forbidden by state law from writing any kind of a pain medication prescription. So if you hurt your back or you're dealing with some kind of lingering pain issue, Live Health Online is not a good resource for that because they are not allowed to write prescriptions for that. You'll need to go make an appointment with your, your general physician or if it's more urgent, go to an urgent care, or if it's emergent, you go, you go to an emergency room and get that taken care of. But for, like you said, the, the cough symptoms, the allergies, the rashes you may get, your child has an earache, those kinds of things are easily handled by the Live Health Online doctors. And the best part, besides being available any hour of the day, it's free. It is completely free to our members. Yeah, that's excellent. Saves you that $20 copay. Uh, to go into the doctor's office. Speaking of no-cost benefits, the Ohio Laborers also offer wellness programs, including smoking sensation, annual physical exams, and flu shots at no cost. Um, are there any other benefits that you want to talk about that I missed, Matt? Yeah, Bethany. One of our newer benefits is hearing aids. About three and a half years ago, we saw a need. We saw more and more of our members asking for a hearing aid benefit. So we went out to a vendor and contracted with them to provide hearing aids. And uh, what this vendor provides is uh, a, a hearing screening up to once per calendar year. And then if you do need hearing aids of some variety, we offer $1,200 per ear once every three years. So if you need a hearing aid, we'll have a $1,200 hearing aid. And there's a, a whole variety of hearing aids available at that benefit level. Now, there are some fancy hearing aids out there. You can get you can get all kinds of weird stuff attached to your hearing aids and have Bluetooth capability and different stuff like that. Those fancy things are not going to be covered by the $1,200 benefit, but a $1,200 benefit per ear will give you a good, solid, standard hearing aid that will help improve your hearing. That's similar to how our vision plan works. As someone who wears glasses, I get an allowance every two years, I believe, through our vision plan um, that I can put towards... Uh, my eye exam is free, but then I can put towards a certain amount of money towards lenses. And when I have to upgrade, which I do, Correct. I pay out of pocket, but at least I get a little cushion there. Correct. Well, the, the eye exam does have a $5 copay attached. So it's not exactly free, but it's fairly low cost. And you do get that once every two years. Um, and then, like you said, if you want glasses or contacts or something like that, um, there's a standard level there that will provide you a pair of glasses. If you want fancy name brand frames or you want thin lenses or anti-scratch coating, those kinds of things are extras that aren't covered by the insurance plan. But generally, they're pretty cheap. Once you pay for the standard frames and lenses that are provided through the plan. If you want to add on a few extra dollars out of your own pocket for those kinds of things, that's always available through your, your local optometrist. If I want to learn more about this, where can I go to find out more information? The best thing to do is go to our website. It's www.ohiolaborers.com. There's all kinds of information out there. Um, and really the best source of information that is included on our website is the summary plan description. Um, you know, that covers all the benefits that are available and really it, it controls the plan. It sets forth all the rules, you know, the benefits we talked about today, there's, there are some rules around them. There are some, uh, benefit exclusions that would apply to certain benefits. And so the summary plan description sets forth all those rules. And really I, I need to 
to tell our listeners that they need to go look at that summary plan description and make sure they're familiar with all those those rules and those exclusions and whatnot. The other thing that our members can do is call the benefits office. We've got a whole insurance staff there that answers the phones every day. If you have any questions whatsoever, even if you think it's a silly question, just call up and ask us. Um, the people there will take your call, they'll listen to you, and, and they'll give you the right answer. And, and if they can't give you the answer, they'll direct you where to get the answer. So they've got a wealth of knowledge there, a lot of years of experience. And I really encourage you, if you have any questions, call in and talk to someone. And what's that number, Matt? That number is 1-800-236-6437. And don't be afraid to call, guys. An actual person answers that phone. Just because it's a 1-800 number, you don't go through an automated uh, system to get a hold of an actual person. Uh, Trisha answers the phone for the most part. Correct. Um, and it's that's another really great thing. Whenever I give out our benefits number, I always let people know, just because it's a 1-800 number doesn't mean you're going to go through an automated system because right. that can be a bear. Right. If you call in our normal working hours, which are Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 4.30, generally you're going to get a live person answering the phone. Now, if phone volume is heavy that day, they may already be answering a phone call while your call's ringing in. You may get kicked to an automated uh, service, but that's only because they're busy. We've committed to having an actual person answer the phone and direct your phone call. That way, um, you don't have to figure out what button to push and what department to, to talk to. You explain what you need, and she'll get you in the right place. Such a rarity these days. And that, I think that's another nice benefit that we offer person-to-person uh, conversations. Absolutely. It's important these days. As members, what can what can we do to ensure that the insurance fund stays funded and that we do have all these great benefits down the road, if anything? Is there anything we can do? You know, it's tough because insurance goes up every year. The claims costs go up every year. Prescriptions, the new, the new fancy prescriptions out there that are great and they can solve a lot of problems and really help our members but they cost a lot of money and there's really not a whole lot we can do to keep those costs down. So when I talked about the big pot earlier, you know, you've got the money coming in from the contractor's contribution, which is coming out of the labor's pockets. Like we said, you've got the money coming out through claims and that's an ever increasing pot. So, or sorry, an ever increasing flow of money out because of the, the rising claim costs. So how do you control that? Well, you can control a little bit how much claim costs go out by taking care of yourself. Go get your annual physical. It's free. Get on your smoking cessation drugs and and get off the cigarettes because that can cause a whole host of other issues. Get your flu vaccinations and all your other recommended vaccinations. They are free. That can keep you from getting sick and needing further flu treatment. Um, Check out your cholesterol and your blood pressure. And if you need to get on prescriptions to help maintain those, paying for a cholesterol medication over a number of years is certainly cheaper than having to pay for an open heart quadruple bypass at some point down the road because your cholesterol got too much and you had a heart attack. So take care of yourself. That's a way to keep the the pot full without taking it from your pocket. One other thing I'd encourage members to do is register and use member XG. It's our member portal. It can be found on our website that I talked about. You go out there, you register, there's a whole bunch of information. You can look at your eligibility, how long you know, you're eligible. Um, you can see which dependents are uh, eligible under your plan. There's also pension information out there. 
how many credits and hours you've earned, uh, that kind of stuff. Your contribution history is out there. So if you're not sure whether your, your contractor paid in the right amount of hours, you can go out there and check it at any time. Again, it's available at our website. It's called Member XG. Um, it's very easy to log in and, and check that stuff out. So I'd encourage you to go out there occasionally and, and make sure all your information is correct. We'll make sure to put all the links to the information that Matt dropped in today's episode in the notes for this show. Wow, Matt, you've really given us a lot of information. Uh, Is there anything that you think we missed or you would like to highlight? Well, I guess the thing I would highlight is if you have any questions at all, please contact us at the Benefits Office. Give us a call. Go to the website. You can send us an email straight from the website if if you can't get to us during the day. We've got people available that deal with this stuff every day that can explain it to you. No question is too small or or too silly to ask us. Just call and ask us, and we can certainly walk you through any of these benefits and any of the questions you may have. That's it for this episode of Ohio Laborers Union and You. Be on the lookout for our next episode that's going to drop mid-March where we talk about unemployment. This is Bethany with the Ohio Laborers, and we're working to benefit you. Views and comments on this program may not be those of the Ohio Laborers District Council or of LIUNA. This has been a Down with the Dig production. 